0: My life is 100% perfectly set up to keep me right where I am right now. Like if it weren't, I would be in a different place. It, you know, everything I have built consciously or not perfectly supports me and where I am. And if I don't want to be there, I've got to change some stuff.
1: Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast, where we are reimagining and redefining what it means to be in midlife where we are gathering energy, momentum, and excitement for our next chapter via candid conversations with other midlifers about their own pivots, pitfalls, and triumphs. I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host, and I'm so happy you're here. My guest today is Brock Edwards. He's the host of the Midlife Mastery Podcast, I recently discovered his podcast and realized that we're on a very similar journey. So I invited him to sit down for a conversation about figuring out this midlife thing. I love that the original working title of his podcast was Louder Than Old Age. On his website, he says, I want to turn my life up to 11 and finish it better than I started. But to do that, I need to find out how by talking with those who are bringing their passion, enthusiasm, and ambition into this next stage of life. People who will inspire and share ideas for mastering midlife and creating an amazing second half. Woohoo, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Don't you want to turn up your life to 11? This one goes to 11. Any Spinal Tap fans? That was terrible. Anyway here's a reminder for anyone who hasn't signed up for my free guide five steps to your midlife reboot i was delighted to hear back from someone who finished the workbook and told me he said it offered me a guided step-by-step approach to handling some of my current midlife career options and opportunities in a new and creative way isn't that cool You can head to the show notes for episode 54 at latebloomerliving.com forward slash podcast if you want to sign up before you forget, but don't worry, I'll remind you at the end of the episode. So without further ado, here's Brock Edwards. Brock, thank you so much for being with me today.
0: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, I, I... always like to say how I met people. And really, I just kind of found you through Instagram. And then I'm like, what is this midlife mastery podcast? What is this? And then I I went and listened to it. And I was like, oh, this is good stuff. I love this. And so that's when I felt like I really needed to get in touch with you.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. I've met a, met a lot of good people through, through social media that way. Just kind of those seemingly random connections.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, what happened is like somebody else in this midlife inquiry space was probably following you. And I was like, who is this Brock Edwards person? (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it tends to go, um, definitely. Yeah, man. Well, uh, so you've been podcasting for a while, but Midlife Mastery is actually a newer podcast for you, right? Because you started off with Imperfect Action.
0: Correct. And in, in fact, before that, I was uh, a friend of um, a friend of mine, and I were. I, I he had a podcast. I co-hosted a series with him. Uh which is kind of how I got into podcasting. And I had pitched him an idea that I just thought it'd be cool if he he would do. And uh, he invited me to join him. And so that was way more fun than I expected it to be. And so a few months later, I started Imperfect Action, which is, uh, I I coined a phrase for myself years and years ago, that imperfect action beats perfect inaction, because I tend to get stuck on the perfect inaction, making everything 100% versus just getting started. And yet everything in life, that has taught me and reteaches me is that, no, just get started. It'll be okay. (laughs) You got to get going.
1: Correct. uh, Man, I am a recovering perfectionist and discovering that phrase, I got it from some other source, but um, it has saved me in the past couple of years. I'm finally, you know, I finally feel like I'm like, okay, just, just do it. Just do it. Just throw the spaghetti against the wall, see if it sticks and, you know, move forward.
0: And for me, not only was it the theme of the podcast, but it was also just self-defense because I, in, in the title is imperfect action. So I could just move forward. I, I gave myself a little bit of breathing room, a little bit of freedom, <laughs> like no one's expecting perfection because like, look at the title. And I mean, years and years before that, I had a blog called Fool with a Plan. Like fool is in the title. Like I, I, I've already set this up to not be perfect. <laughs> we can just go forward and, and be fine. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, um did that for a while. It's still out there. I, every time I start thinking about shutting imperfect action down, I get these great guests that show up. So I love that. And so it continues. But, uh, but a lot of my focus recently has been on midlife mastery because, well, I'm trying to figure out how to master midlife. I mean, so it's not a podcast where I'm telling people how to do midlife great. It's a podcast where I'm exploring and trying to figure out and bringing the the listener along with the journey as I talk to people who seem to have a better handle on it than I do.
1: Yeah. Well, that was one of the things that that attracted me to your podcast was I've got the same same mission, same thoughts behind it is that i'm not an expert i'm just trying to figure this stuff out and have other people on who have either been through something and figured it out for themselves and of course we're all always on the journey right um but just talking to people who who hit a wall and then got around it and how did they do it in midlife and what is what does it mean to be in midlife and figure these things out you know i even love I don't know about you, but I love speaking to people who are even mid-process of, Mm. of those are the brave souls that I'm like, oh, (laughs) you're going to come on and talk to me before you figured this all out? Good on you. I love you. (laughs) You know? Well, so so let's go back a little bit and, and talk about like what got you, first of all, like what were you doing before you started podcasting and how... What's happening for you in midlife? Like what made you decide to delve into this for yourself?
0: Uh, So two very big and only slightly overlapping questions. So hopefully I I remember to answer (laughs) both of them here. I'll go
1: back. I do that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so what I was doing, I mean, for, for me, I, I have a personal mission around bringing out the greatness in others. And that's been a personal mission of mine for a really, really long time now. And it, it's looked differently at different stages in my life. But like I say I used to do a lot of blogging. And for me, that was a great way to play with ideas. And similar, it wasn't me being an expert. It was me just throwing ideas out there, getting feedback from people. Um, communicating, connecting around the world, uh, the kind of uh, a global connection is really important to me. I love connecting with people, different countries, different cultures. I used to uh, facilitate workshops, uh, spent quite a bit of time in, in Europe over there. I remember one time we had only, you know, 12 participants from like nine different countries. And, you know, I just love that. I love yeah. that. And uh, su- such different perspectives. And anyway, blogging gave me that creative Release that um, outreach. And uh, I find podcasting does very much the same. And and it builds on a lot of skills I already have. It it builds on the facilitation skills. It builds on coaching skills. Um, I spent a lot of time as a recruiter. It builds on interviewing skills. And and so, you know, all these little past pieces of my life come together around it. And um, I mean, kind of the, the aside that they never tell you about podcasting is I get to talk to really awesome people and that's fun. And
1: it is people
0: that it is, it's amazing people that you wouldn't normally be connected with. Uh, you get to have these amazing conversations that they're, they're not people I'm going to bump into at the grocery store or anything like that, you know? Um, and I, I just love that. And I get to learn from amazing, awesome people. Now, what, what was the second question? So that's kind of what I was doing before podcasting, into podcasting.
1: So what were you in recruiting? Half? I think, because this is a, probably a piece of your puzzle that I don't really know, is is what, what, what was your career pre-blog podcasting? Um, or do you do something else still? Is this done on the side? Oh, like,
0: oh uh, definitely. Podcasting do, is on right? the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. Um, I'll call it hobby level. It takes up a lot of my life, but hey, some people watch sports, I podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, my background is a lot around human resources, particularly recruiting and especially learning and development.
1: Gotcha. So those got th-
0: those pieces don't always go together, but for me, they come together really well and that channels right into podcasting and I love yeah,
1: that. Yeah, that's awesome. The, one of the things, so I, you know, you're asking me what I asked you before. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess I wanted to know how, how did, so you started with the blogging and then yes. you had an idea for a friend to do a podcast. What was happening? Like, were you listening to a lot of podcasts? What?
0: Yeah, I, I, I was. And I, I kind of, I'm trying to remember back because all these things usually come in pieces. It's not like this total light bulb moment where your life changes, right? It's a little piece here, little piece there. And then it gathers mass. Yeah. Um, I, I think I was, I was listening to a podcast, uh, one that was actually very influential on, on me and, he was just talking about the reason he kept podcasting and for years he did it just hobby level, paid him no money for like four years. And he said just that just at the end of each year, he'd ask, am I a better person because of it? And every year he decide, yeah, he was. And so he'd keep doing it. And, you know, just this connection with people and learning from other people. And I really loved that idea that that piece, um, as a way to not only help others grow, but to stimulate my own growth as well. And I I remember being out for a run, listening to that and started thinking like, who would my first guest be? Like, who who would I interview if I were to do a podcast? Um, Because I'd consumed, I'd listened for a long time and it just never really occurred to me to do it. I I, I take that back. I tried to help my daughter do one as uh, a homework assignment, a school project. And she was was an aspiring writer and I know a lot of writers. And so I was going to connect her with people I knew. And you have her interview them and the technology wasn't there and I didn't know how to do it and it crashed and burned immediately. And uh-huh. about a year and a half later, um, I, I had this idea. I was like, well, who, who, who would I interview? And, uh, a band I'd seen the night before I knew the bass player in it. And I was like, well, he'd be a great one to interview. And it, it became really the, the theme was around, um, I guess unsung heroes, like these people out there doing amazing things that you've never heard of. You know like I, I love Tim Ferriss's podcast, but yeah. I can't relate to most of his guests like uh-huh. you know i'm I'm just not operating in, on that level and but there are so many people doing amazing things that I was like, you know wouldn't it be cool if this friend friend of mine you know he had a bunch of people in his community who were doing cool stuff what if, what if he just interviewed them, people that were up to awesome things and it, it kind of went from there, and that formula held through to imperfect action. There's, you know, there's, it's not necessarily huge names, although there there are some some notable names there, but often just people you haven't heard of that are doing cool stuff, and you know, so so that it extends a, forward.
1: Yeah, and I'm a uh, believer that everybody has a a story. You know, There's yeah, so There's and there's so many people. I don't know about if you found this when you've invited people on your podcast. Um, the, so many people that I invite on, and they're they're like, "You want me? I'm haven't, I'm haven't done anything." And I'm like, "No, you you have done amazing things. You're just not seeing it." Like,
0: <laughs> so um, yeah, I there, there's one Chris. He is the founder of Do Good Be Kind. I uh, sell t-shirts and do some great programs in schools, and I, I just love the ethos of the company. And he was on my dream list forever. Just like I I had a list on on my board here of dream guests and um, Chris Kurtz and um, I never really pursued it, didn't really know where to go with it. And I was on Instagram one day and he commented on a guy's post that I know. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm only one person away from him. And then I got to look at him and like we have similar backgrounds. How have we not crossed paths before? And so reached out to him and uh, connected with him that way. And he is the only guest that tried to talk me out of having him on. (laughs) Like (laughs) we had a call beforehand and he's like, okay, Brock, I, I just, I mean, you can get out of this if you want. It's okay. You know, you don't have to have me on, and I, I just don't think I'm at that level. I'm like, dude, you're so at that you're level. Like,
1: dude, you've been on my list. You don't understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and, and he he was amazing. Great guest. Yeah. Great episode. But um, yeah, you, you definitely get that, that that a lot of times people um, aren't necessarily looking to be guests and and. That there is a skill set to being interviewed. and, and um, but there is kind of a sweet spot of those people that are just doing great stuff or comfortable talking about it. But, you know, they're not out there promoting themselves. They don't have that their next book. And nothing wrong with that because those are great guests, too. but, there is just something cool about those just having awesome lives. That's, We're willing to talk yeah, about it. one of
1: my favorite <laughs> things is just to have somebody on who doesn't have an agenda to push and they're not, you know, it, it's just so cool to, to talk to people who are just doing something that, that fills them up, you know? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's really cool. So you, so you started in perfect action. How long ago?
0: Uh, fall of
1: 2018. Okay, Cool. So you got three years under the belt. uh,
0: 115 episodes or so, I think.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you took a little pivot. So tell me what what Uh, you know, what caused that.
0: Yeah, probably several things. Uh, and, and again, because uh, I've been asked this b- before, and I think I give a different answer to each person that asked me, because it's different things that all came together. But, you know, k- kind of the the pieces around it that came together were, um, well, one, I, I turned 50 last year. And I also heard the statistic, and I'm going to get it wrong, but the direction is correct. Um, I'll I'll have the specifics wrong, but it's something like uh, those of us who are over 50 spend half of the money and yet only receive 7% of the advertising, and that just blew my mind.
1: I have heard something like that before, and again, I wouldn't be able to pull those numbers out of the air either, but that's phenomenal, right? And then when they do advertise this to us?
0: Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's so offensive. I hate it. Um, it, it breaks up into like three different categories of one, you know, you should go be 20 again. I've been 20. It was awesome. I don't want to be 20 again. <laughs> um, or there's the, you know, just Maybe you could just go off in your corner and be quiet until you die. There, there's kind of that. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, you know, the, well, we'll get you through the end of this life here, but it's going to take a lot of pharmaceuticals and maybe you should go talk to your doctor. And I can't relate to that either. That's not the life I want. I mean, I, you know, I love modern medicine, but I, I just don't relate to any of the ads that are out there, any of the marketing that that's aimed theoretically, at, at people over 50. And yeah, so, it, you know, it, it's terrible. It seemed like just a completely untapped market. Like, wow, there's this whole group of people that I'm a part of that is just getting ignored. Like, you know, as if Gen X hasn't been ignored our entire lives, well, we, I mean, we're continuing to be ignored. So I didn't like that. And it, like I say, it just kind of blew my mind and I stewed on it for a while. And so I thought, well, one, there's people out there who, are are probably wanting to be reached are wanting more. And as I looked around, I was like, and I don't know how to do 50, you know, like I personally, there's just no resources that I could find. Like my daughter's, you know, in college, my son's in high school, tons of resources. Like, you know, how do you get through college? How do you start your life? What should you be doing in your twenties? A lot of resources in your fifties. I mean, it's just kind of like, well, good luck, go have some fun. (laughs) There's, I, I didn't find many resources out there. I, and even as I looked, you know, started looking around on social media, what, what is there? I just couldn't find anything. And since then, I have found more podcasts, but you kind of got to dig a little bit. It's there, they're not obvious, they're not on the surface. There, is, there are communities out there. Um, I, you know, my Instagram followers break out to be like 75 to 78% women. And I find that really interesting that um, I think that. I think women recognize this as a changing life stage more than men do or something. I, I don't quite know what it is. Um, but I, I find that interesting. So I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to do with it. Um, it's just something that.
1: I'm going to bring up the M word. Cause I think it's menopause. I think it's menopause. I th- I think we have such a physical, a distinct physical happening in our lives that it, it, it becomes a milestone for women and 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 that that doesn't really happen for men, you know? So maybe that's, maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe that's it.
0: You know, it's certainly a trigger point. Like life is changing. (laughs) Let's refigure this out. Yeah. Uh, Men, men don't have that trigger point. It's just get up, go to work again the next day or whatever they're, you know, you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a stage of life where kids are often out of the house, you know, just in, many relationships that probably impacts the, the wife more than the husband. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's, that's more of a trigger point. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe men are just being stoic and, you know, I'm not talking about this stuff. I'm not thinking about it. I'm just getting through.
1: Could be it too. Uh, right. Cause men are taught to kind of stuff that stuff down. Right.
0: Yeah. Um the, now that's not that men over 50 aren't active on social media and maybe it's just isolated. Cause I'm only looking at Instagram. Like maybe they're all somewhere else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and those that are, it is much more physical. It's, you know, more aimed at working out health wellness, which is great. Uh, but there's, more components to life than that as well. So anyway, I I just started noticing these gaps and I realized I don't know how to fill these gaps. And if I don't know how other people don't as well. And so it's, it's a chance to connect back to that mission of just helping others live out their potential, bringing out the greatness in them. And if I can learn something along the way, it holds me accountable. Cause, um, well, we can talk about just kind of, you know, I found myself in a midlife slump and, um, yeah, so and it also was more focused. Like, I love imperfect action, but it, my interests are all over the map. And it ends up being just about whatever random thing I want to talk about that week. <laughs> I'm, um, the I mean, same my, way
1: I'm like, squirrel? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what, what, what it, was that?
0: <laughs> you know, the blog Fool with a Plan. It, it used to be about something. And I finally changed the tagline to business, humans, and stuff just because <laughs> it was just. You know, if you're looking for targeted content, that wasn't it. And so doing something more focused um, was intriguing to me. And so I like the idea of really being able to focus just on, on midlife. You know, I've got outlets for other things that I'm curious about. And so this is a really long rambling answer here. On it's
1: great. Oh, no, it's great. And I, what I do, though, you mentioned, I mean, you had run into your own kind of midlife block or so, so let's go into that a little bit, if you don't mind. What what hmm. was happening for you personally? Just, uh, you know. um,
0: nothing. Um, and, and I, <laughs> so, I, the, the way I, I and this went on for for several years. And it's not like I had a bad life. I have a great life. You know, I have a wonderful family, great job, great situation. I'm very, very fortunate, very blessed, and all that. Um, but I also got really comfortable and. I, I noticed that, you know, the my, my gremlins, you know, just the little things that nag at you and um, some people call them their demons. I like the term gremlin, but I noticed we got really comfortable with each other Ra- rather than, you know, kind of <laughs> just all, all my neuroses nagging me to to push harder, to do better and, and all of that. It just kind of became like, okay, you go sit on your couch. <laughs> I'll go sit on my couch We'll just politely ignore each other. <laughs> you leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if that that metaphor makes sense to anyone outside of my own head, but it was just like I wasn't going to rock the boat in my life. wasn't really going to wrestle those demons up. I, I was pr- pr- pretty comfortable, and it's easy to stay comfortable. You know, body in motion tends to stay in motion. Body rest tends to stay at rest. And I was getting really comfortable with my rest, <laughs> um, and. So, and that predates even imperfect action. I mean, that, that goes back several years and, you know, I just kind of knows that I wasn't doing my hobbies as much. I wasn't as physically active as much. I, there's a lot of things. And, you know, I can blame my kids cause they're easy to blame and they're not in the room right now. So that that works, <laughs> but yeah, you go through different life stages. Sometimes your kids need more from you. Sometimes they need less from you. Mm-hmm. Um, your spouse, your career, yourself, you know, And so I just realized I I wasn't paying a lot of attention to myself. I try and every now and then take on good challenges and, you know, do, do a marathon that didn't work out so well. Um, Whereas in the past, it just seemed like those things came easier or chances are what it was is I drove everyone around me nuts because I was hyper-focused on something until I was done and accomplished it. And at some point I I backed off and that's, that's not a bad thing. Um, my relationships are much better now, but you can back off too far. And yeah. um, so now, you know, this is, I mean, this is a multi-year journey. This isn't, like I say, just an epiphany where I said, hey, I'm reinventing myself. It's really just continual evolution.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And realizing that one of the things we're never taught is that at any moment in our life, we can step back, reassess, and change. And often there's a trigger point around it. We go to school, we get married, we buy a house. Well, one of the things I've discovered about midlife is for the most part, there isn't necessarily a trigger point, and it's not in the same place for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like all of us in our 20s, even though we have different paths, you know, we either go through the kind of those same big peaks or everyone around us hasn't, so we can relate to them, but, you know, kind of midlife kids leave the house at different stages. Finances are at different stages. I mean, I know people who retired in their early fifties and I know people who will retire shortly after they die. You know, we're we're all just in a different place in midlife uh, a lot Mm -hmm. more. So there isn't like just this one trigger point where, where we step back and rethink. And, Um, and maybe going back, talking about men and women and and menopause, you know, that is a great chance to rethink like, wow, (laughs) life is changing. I'm changing. I got to rethink some stuff. Um, and but, if we don't have that trigger point, it, it's a lot harder. it's It's easier to continue in our habits. Um, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm authority at shedding bad habits. I'm actually a master at retaining bad habits. but uh, but but I'm aware of them, and I, and I'm working on them. and um, first step it, it man. A,
1: first step it, it, it is a journey. <laughs> yep, I, w- I feel you there too. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh dear. Yes. That whole habit thing. It's entrenched yeah. right now. You, We've been working on this stuff for a while. So, you know, the, those channels that we've established on those habits, they run deep. It's really hard to change it. It requires constant attention. Constant, Absolutely. Right.
0: I mean, our, our life, my life is 100% perfectly set up to keep me right where I am right now. Mm -hmm. Like if it weren't, I would be in a different place. It, you know, everything I have built consciously or not perfectly supports me and where I am. And if I don't want to be there, I've got to change some stuff. And, um, I also just, sorry, random thoughts, thinking about kind of this journey through midlife. Um, I've got a much stronger sense of mortality now than I used to like, Mm -hmm. you know, at 50, um, you know, at 30, I had a lot of room at 40. I had a lot of room. At 50, I don't feel like I have a lot of room like and I mean, you know, to change careers, to go pursue something different. It's like um, and I know from 30 to 50 went quick and 50 to 70 is going to go even faster. And, you know, I I I want to stay relevant. I want to keep contributing. I want to keep helping and, um, you know, got, got to get going there. There's less time to get it done.
1: Yeah, I feel that same same pressure. I always say, I feel I feel time's going by so fast right now. I always feel like I'm I'm just going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to be 80, and I'm going to be like, what the heck? What? To <laughs> Where did that go? You know? Because really, since since I had my kids, whoosh, like they they were yes. just toddlers, and now you know I got one that's 14, one that's 17. I'm like, <laughs> they were just toddlers. What happened?
0: They are time accelerators. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, truly. And it's that sense of mortality. I don't know about you, but I mean, not to get completely dark, but I started noticing that, um, you know, through social media, luckily not through my, you know, close connections, but people like kind of dying in our, in our age group, you know, like, dropping dead health and, and healthy people. And that kind of, I think really started me thinking, geez, you know, what do you, it's, it's that whole get busy living or get busy or, you know, you're either dying or you're, you're, you're really living. Right. um Yeah. yeah. So you start to think about it. And that's only, that sense of it is only going to increase as we get older and, and the loss around us starts to happen. Anyway. Yeah. it, it
0: in my ideal world, I'll die healthy, um, because that sounds way better than living sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'm working on it. But <laughs> I've got a ways to go there. You know, and that's part of it. Realizing that you know what what you could get away with in your 20s and 30s and even 40s, um, when, when your body was different, your metabolism was different, you probably had more time to exercise or just be active. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, less stress in the job. I mean, I find in midlife, more stress in the job. My brain's done at the end of the day. I, you know, <laughs> I'm ready to go home and just not think. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, I remember being, you know, being a kid, like as soon as I'm done with dinner, I'm out the door and, you know, playing in the neighborhood, going off, doing stuff and. Versus,
1: yeah. hmm, it really does require down. like an intentionality, right? It's 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 like okay, you you have to like make the decision and and take the action on, on for what you want because you got to push through that. There is, we're just naturally more tired at this age, you know, more done at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I certainly don't recover as quickly. I, I mean, I I know that, and yeah, there you know I've. That has been, uh, I mean, it it sounds obvious, but no one take this as like, this is an epiphany that I expect light bulbs to go on over heads everywhere. But, you know, just the idea of decide and commit. Like that to me is one of, right now in my life is one of the most profound things because so often I can look at things where I didn't truly decide. I mean, you know, I kind of wanted to, but that's different than really deciding. And really committing is different than, well, I'll give it my best for a few days, see how it goes. You know, it's, it's a, a completely different level. And yet when I look at my life and anything that I ever accomplished came from truly deciding, truly committing, getting intentional about it. Um, maybe not even knowing where it was going, but you know, putting in the effort, putting in the work and just seeing what happened and, um, I find this stage of life, I don't know, it's much easier to get distracted. There's a lot more going on. It's easier to get through one day, just, you know, treat today like today's the only day and it's not, Um, you know.
1: Yeah. So, so on your, on your journey, I I know I've I've just seen on your Instagram, you're running. Are you, are you trying to do another marathon? Did I see that? So like a marathon prep or? (laughs)
0: <laughs> marathon prep sounds so official. So that's why I laugh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I am going to do another half marathon and, and someone asked me what my plan was and, and it was a three-point plan and it was, you know, try to run every day, except when I can't try to d- run longer each weekend and, uh, be in complete denial by how much the Texas heat is going to affect me come the end of May. You know, that that's it. Like, I know it's, going to be horrible and I'm going to suffer and that's okay. I'm, I'm ready for it. Um, yeah, so I, I've been working on that. That is a, just a, it's a good challenge. I needed a challenge. It's, um, I should have planned more time to, to build up to my level of fitness was lower than I was thinking it was. Um, but I, I guess I'm looking forward to it in a, in a, in a weird sort of way. I have I've done two other half marathons. I haven't done a full marathon and that one kind of weighs on me pretty heavy. Um, in the, in the past I'd signed up to do one kind of this, you know, midlife, Hey, I'm going to, you know, use this to get my life together and get back into shape and all of that. And just could not (laughs) get into shape. And finally I just had to bail. It was not going to happen. And man, that one just nags at me and nags at me and nags at me. Um, Half marathons can be done on a lot less, you know. I I don't have to recommit my entire life to it. Yeah. Um, the the way I would marathon training for at least for my level of fitness. Um I know I know people who have gone from like, hey, I'm pretty fit and I'll go do a half marathon. And you know, um, I have I have a friend who went from doing half marathons to ultras. He went from 13 miles to Jeez. 80 miles, you know, Jeez. nothing in between. Oh my god. Um Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm out there staggering along, looking like an extra from The Walking Dead. You know, just well,
1: you're you're a bajillion (laughs) steps ahead of me because I have to tell you, I have no plans for running (laughs) unless there's a bear chasing me. But that's right. You know, I, I I just uh yeah, wow, the whole the whole uh running thing just. I don't like
0: to sweat. Yeah. You <laughs> I know, like I, and like I'm not naturally,
1: but I'm, I don't know. I,
0: I'm not naturally a runner. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm built much more like a power lifter than I am a runner and I'm, I'm not graceful. You know, this morning I was out for a run, uh, before our call here and, you know, two, 220 20 year old college students just blew past me, not breaking a sweat, not even looking like they were trying just out for a jog. You know, I'm it, it's like 60 degrees and breezy and I'm pouring sweat, staggering along, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, oh. yeah, it's not a graceful, elegant thing um, at, at, <laughs> at all, uh, but it is a good challenge. But, you know, um, the, the last dude, one
1: you got up and you went running this morning. That, I, I did. Mean, right. That that's the thing. I mean it's who you it's like who you, you get this goal right and who do you become in the in the doing of the actions that get you to where you want to be. And that's what you do. Yeah, and- that's what you're doing. You're you're doing it. Awesome. And I always need
0: to be reminded of that because I always dismiss, you know, any any amount of effort I put in, I tend to look at what I haven't done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and that's what one of my my life journeys is switching from looking at the gap to looking at the gain. Uh, someone else coined that. I really Ooh, like it. I you like know.
1: that. Yeah. Look, say um, that again.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, measuring the gain versus the gap. You know, the gap uh-huh. is where you are versus where you think you should be. Uh-huh. And the gain is how far you've come from where you started. (sighs)
1: Um, and I forget, I love that.
0: I forget who first talked about that. Um, but anyway, really, really cool idea. And I tend to focus on, on the gap a little bit, how I'm wired and, um, but the gain is so much more powerful because it it can be very demotivating to focus on the gap Mm -hmm. and focusing on the gain to me is not blind optimism it's not, you know, congratulating myself for not eating a donut on one day. You know, it, it, it's <laughs> recognizing, you know, how, how much effort has been put in, how how far I've come. And yes, there may be a lot further that you want to go. But um, building off the success versus continually feeling like failure is um, is powerful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And I focus on the gap all the time. I, you know, I can go back and look at what I did at the end of the day. And just be like, oh, my gosh, I did all this stuff and look at all this stuff I didn't do that I didn't get to. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's it's constant. Uh, So that's that's definitely something for me to look at as well. Um, So you've been doing the Midlife Mastery podcast for a year?
0: No. Um, um, Is it less time than that? Yeah, about six months.
1: Six months. Okay, cool. Yeah, And so tell me where, like, where has that brought you to on your journey now? Like just the doing of the podcast, where, where has that brought you?
0: Yeah, it's, um, well, it, it one, it, it is an awareness that uh, I can be doing things better And, and that's just the the side effect of talking to awesome people. Like that's why I'm talking to them to figure out how I can be doing things better. So, so, I mean, that was the intention behind it. Uh, but you know, so much of it comes down to just the the stupidly obvious, simple things that, that we tend to forget, um, deciding and committing, being intentional, you know, knowing what I want and setting my life up to support getting that, um, knowing that it's a long term process, Like no one's having an amazing life because they woke up and decided today is going to be an amazing life. You know, that helps, but really getting all the pieces into place. Uh, A friend of mine thinks about his life in terms of fitness. Um, he's very physically active, but also emotional fitness, you know, spiritual fitness, financial fitness, like, do you have capacity in all areas of your life? And, you know, if not, those are the areas to focus on. And so a lot of it is, well, how, how do we build capacity in that? Um, and yeah, I, I don't know that there's any amazing epiphanies there beyond just the reminders of kind of all the stuff that I already knew, but hadn't really thought about and hadn't brought back around to bear on my life. Um, and it is an awareness that um, I don't think I was wrong that people want to figure out midlife, don't know where to start, don't know how to do it. Um, there aren't really a lot of resources. Most of the resources come from companies wanting to sell you stuff versus. Actual. Well, how do you just do life better? Um, like I say, I'm, I'm a fan of modern medicine, but I don't believe pharmaceuticals should be a lifestyle. I think, you know, they should fix something and then move on with their lives. Um, that's not medical advice for anyone out there. I'm not a doctor, but you know, just <laughs> as, uh, as, as I, appro- as I approach things, um, yeah. So it's just it seems like that there is a desire and more and more people. And I don't know if I'm just finding them or if this is a a consequence of the pandemic or if
1: yeah, something gains momentum. Yeah. I've been wondering the same thing because I'll tell you, when I when I decided to do the podcast, which took me two years from the time I had the idea to actually doing it because I had all kinds of things in my head that were stopping me. And first of all, I didn't know how to do a podcast. So that was one. Um, But, you know, since I've done it and then I started in, in, I would say in the last probably six months or so, I have found so many more podcasts about midlife and, um, you know, participating in clubhouse the way I've been, I have been, there are a lot of groups in clubhouse and clubs around the idea of how do we do this midlife thing? Um, and it makes me very hopeful. I feel like, Oh, you know, we're, we're starting to help ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, it's like, I have a friend who's like, you know, you, you, one of the first people I interviewed on my podcast is my best friend from high school. She's like, you know, you grow up. And you, you, when you're little, you've got this image of yourself when you're, you're finally going to be out in the world and you're going to, as a young adult, right? You've got that, you've got that visualization in your head. And then you kind of can picture yourself as like a, you know, a parent and all that stuff. Right. And then, and then the next step is you've got a vision of yourself as this old person and where's the in-between. And, you know, how does that I mean, every the choices that we make now make such a difference on what our life is going to look like in 20, 30 years. Like when I look at the science on this and some of the studies that have been done. So, so now is actually this crucial, important time for us to step into the idea of, of visualizing, like, what do you, what do you want for the next 20, 30 years? You know? so that you've got something to move towards that is, is inspiring <laughs> instead of that whole go sit in the corner and be quiet thing, you know?
0: Uh, de- definitely. And, you know, we, we, yeah, you always hear the, hear the stories of the people who retire and then, you know, die the next week just because they no longer have a purpose in their life. They no longer mm-hmm. have a direction or, or know how to go about it. I mean, it's not just retirement. I mean, I remember hearing years ago that the first astronauts got really depressed afterwards. Cause that, I mean, like after you've been to the moon, what's your next goal? Like there's just nothing beyond that. And their whole life had been focused on that piece. Right. And then once it was accomplished, they hadn't built in the next step. And we see that with athletes too. Um, that those who do best in retirement are those that already had a plan before they got there. Like, here's what the next steps are going to at least generally look like. The ones that don't do well, the ones that end up on the news for things you never want to be on the news for, tend to just, you know, one day they're athletes, the next day they're not. And I I think, you know, as we're talking about. As we get to the end of our life, if we don't have kind of what what does that want to, what what do we want it to look like? Um, Even at least in general, it's, it's easy to be surprised by it or you're working towards an artificial date. Like I'm just going to get through to retirement and then, okay, now what? Um, Yeah. And, and, you know, my, I, I think of actually, I think of my mom, cause I think she's retired about 17 times. She keeps claiming she's going to retire and, you know, never has, um, <laughs> but ends up rebooting and restarting and doing, doing whatever. Um, because you know, that just, she, uh, I, I think she refuses to define an end date. Like she gets there and goes, well, no, I don't want to stop. I'm going to keep doing something.
1: Yeah, um, Good for her. Good for her, man. Um, Oh my gosh, this has just been awesome. I feel like we should talk again at some point. Um I I want I'm just wondering for you next, like what what are you excited about that's coming up next for you? <sighs>
0: Well, now that we've just had the discussion about how important it is to think ahead and and plan for your life, I feel like I should give like a really really good answer. <laughs> Do you I, have I a deep that,
1: answer ready to go? I, <laughs> I,
0: I, I think the sad truth is that I I don't have a good answer. Um, now, you know, um, just to. I guess keep, keep growing things. Like I'm encouraged by the momentum behind Midlife Mastery and love to see that keep growing, keep helping more people, um, you know, kind kind of in my own evolution, figuring out what this next piece looks like. You know, my, my daughter's out of the house. My son will be soon enough. Well, that, that changes things a lot, (laughs) um, in terms of what my options are, what my wife and I's relationship looks like when, you know, we're not just Shuttling people between us, right, um, yeah. you know it's kind of thinking of those i don't I think right now what i 'm really focused on, and I mentioned the idea of fitness is getting fit in all of those areas of life um, you know so we we we've, we've brought kind of a financial plan to fruition and are encouraged there working on the physical fitness, Um, you know, there were a lot of downsides to the pandemic and continued to be, and I don't want to dismiss any of them. But, you know, one of the wonderful things was, you know, my daughter came home from college. I got to spend, you know, six, seven months with her that I wouldn't have.
1: Isn't that, Um, yeah, 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 man, that is, that. I think that's been like one of those hidden blessings in this year is the the time that we ended up with our, our nuclear family that we wouldn't have had. definitely life just going on as normal
0: and we were around each other a lot more so we you know that, that changes relationships. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're talking to each other more. It's not just the crush of the day. And, uh, you know, so th- there were some real upsides in there for us and just continuing to develop those pieces. You know, when I was younger, I, you know, Steve Jobs has a famous quote about putting a dent in the universe. I always wanted to give the universe just a huge shove, you know, move it forward. Um, I don't know if I've become more realistic about my goals now, but, uh, definitely, you know, I want to have an impact, want to keep reaching more and more people in the, the time that I have left. And hopefully it's that's a really, really long time. Um, one of my guests blew, just completely blew my mind when he was talking about living to 120. And I was thinking, wow, what would I do differently right now If I knew I was going to be living into 120, I mean that changes a lot of things.
1: It really does. (laughs) You know, if I had another
0: 70 years versus another 20, 25, 30, that's mind blowing. And, um, and he he made a compelling enough argument for it. Um, So, wow, I have given you this really long rambling answer. Of, you know, I just want to keep getting better in every area of my life. I feel like I did kind of go on hiatus and get comfortable and I don't like being comfortable that much and just want to keep learning and growing myself and helping those around me keep learning and growing and, and doing even better. Midlife is an awesome, amazing time. And, you know, there's, there's an old quote, um, you know, it, what, what is it? Uh, if only youth knew, if only age could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think midlife is that space in between, where we we, we have <laughs> we have the 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 knowing and the can doing, <laughs> if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my God, I love that idea. The the bridges the gap between the two. Of course, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, there was something else I wanted to ask you. I couldn't. I can't. I can't get back to it. It it came and it went, um, because that 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 idea just blew my mind. Um, I love it. I I I love the journey you're on um, probably because it it feels like my journey. Uh, I, I see myself in, in, in what you're doing and, and that, you know, I don't know where I'm going from here. I just know that I want to keep learning and I want to keep exploring and, 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 and helping and trying to make an impact. Uh, so I, I feel you it's, it's, um, I'm, I'm excited for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: yeah um me, me too. it's it, it's a good time. and one of the things that living a while has taught me is that, um, or that I'm trying to learn, I can't say it taught me. It's teaching me and reteaching me, is that uh, I, I guess the goals aren't everything. And, and I'm less defined now and more open to what could be than I, than I used to be. Mm. Um, and that doesn't mean, no goals, that doesn't mean completely adrift. Um, I just, some of the people I know and are very influential in my life don't operate from a, a place of this deeply held plan. They operate from purpose. They operate from mission. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing and they know how, how they're doing it. And in many ways, they're just seeing what comes from that. And um, that that's interesting and, and pretty compelling to me. And so- and maybe because some of the most amazing things that have happened throughout my life have been sparked from the most random <laughs> <That serendipity laughs> small,
1: thing right incidental
0: events yes yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but you know and and the thing is is that finding yourself in a serendipitous moment comes from having put yourself in a position to be there for it you know
0: yes i think it was it was jim rohn that said that you know a good idea will rarely interrupt you like you know i i i messed it up but you know yes the opportunities aren't going to come find you when you're on the couch you know right, right. <laughs> you you you've, you've got to be out there doing
1: yeah yeah oh my gosh what a great way to okay boom mic drop we're going to end the <laughs> there done. i love it i love it that's awesome thank you so much this i i i just totally enjoyed the conversation great to hear where you're you know where you've come from and where you're going and uh just wish you tons of luck i'm going to i'm going to be keeping abreast of your podcast before we go um where can people find you
0: yeah try to make it easy uh, midlifemasterypodcast.com so there you that, go that's pretty straightforward uh it, the instagram handle is the same midlifemasterypodcast um that i'm i'm most focused on instagram right now i i tend to like instagram i tend to be a, a visual person and um rather than trying to do everything at once, I decided to do something novel this time and just focus my energies on one path. So yes, <laughs> um, there's other great social media sites, but, but Instagram is really the place to find me right now. Uh, I save Midlife life mastery podcast. If you're interested in the podcast, I mean, it's everywhere, you know, Spotify, iTunes, or I guess it's Apple podcasts now and uh, wherever you get your podcasts, but uh, yeah, you can also find it through the webpage there and got some great guests on there, really excited about, got some great guests coming up. And um, yeah, so check it out.
1: Yeah, and go listen, people. I've totally enjoyed when I've listened and I'm looking forward to more of them for sure. Um, Yeah, just keep on, keep on keeping on, man, it's great. All right,
0: sounds good, thank you.
1: Thank you. Well, there you have it. I loved talking to Brock. It confirmed for me that I'm not alone on this journey. We're n- we're not alone. All of us are feeling stuck at different points, right? And then working through it to figure it out. Check out his podcast if you get a chance. It's really great. Um yeah. So, hey, speaking of not feeling alone, I would love to hear from you with any thoughts, feedback, or ideas for the podcast as we head into year two. Are there any topics that I haven't covered yet that you think would be interesting? Drop me a line. You can send that to me at latebloomerliving at gmail.com. If you want to know more about Brock or find his podcast, I'll have that information for you in the show notes. You can just go to latebloomerliving.com forward slash podcast and click on the show notes for episode 54. And while you're there, you can also find that link to the sign-up sheet for your free guide, Five Steps to Your Midlife Reboot. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.